of Talking Cowboys as we get you set for the Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers on Sunday afternoon at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington. I am Bill Jones along with Mickey Spagnola, Rob Phillips, and Brian Broaddus. And we've got a special treat today because it being a fabulous Football Friday edition, we now are bringing in a new audience on Texas 21 in Dallas-Fort Worth. I have to make sure I keep smiling. And that's or, why you wore a dress shirt today, Mickey? Uh, no, I have to do a TV thing right after. <laughs> Just say you're dressing up for the show. No, Come on. No, I'm not. I did. I dressed up for yeah, the show. Yeah, look at Bill. Actually, got real dressed For the first up. time all football season, I Bill showered on a Friday yeah. morning. That's you right. took off the pe- right. pebble beach hat that, that you wear that, usually that, on the show. That's exactly right. See, I was being honest. Yeah. <laughs> and so it is great to welcome in the Texas 21 audience. And uh, this show, every Friday, Friday will air on Texas 21 in Dallas-Fort Worth uh, from 8 until 9 o'clock. It's not going to change much as far as what we do on uh, Friday mornings. Go a little bit longer with the show, which is a special treat for our DallasCowboys.com listeners yeah. and uh, and viewers. And, of course, you can uh, check us out on DallasCowboys.com and all the other places where you normally will find a Cowboys podcast in, of that sort. And we get things started by wondering who's going to play in this football game on Sunday afternoon. We just heard Jason Garrett's Friday morning press conference and there's hope on the Lyle Collins front. Yeah, I think that that's a I think that's a it's a good. They they did what they have to do to get him ready for this game and he's going to practice today and and talking to people. I know we all do that, but and talk to some folks they felt like okay, he's in a good spot, and uh, the rest helped him. And we'll see him practice today, and then you'll see him out there on on Sunday uh, going against the law firm of Smith and Smith. You know they're going to need him to play. They're going to need him to play well because of Cam Fleming being on the other side. They can't have too many liabilities along that offensive line. And 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 Lyle Collins has done a super job uh, with his consistency overall playing that right tackle spot. So. Uh, you know, they're going to have some concerns over on the left side, but it's good to have him playing that right tackle. Yeah, yeah. and you can't help out like both sides. Yeah. You start spreading yourself yeah. thin on offense. So uh, I assume they're going to help out Cam Fleming, and they're going to have to rely on L.C. Collins to play to the level uh, he's been playing at all season long. It's a tough spot when early in the week you got three different spots changed because of those two situations. So getting him back's big and allows Connor Williams a second-year guy to play his normal spot at left guard in the game, which is important. Yeah, I think, though, that the the plan was to get him some reps at tackle as the possible swing guy, but it worked out really nicely for him that he, you know, if he if he's going to have to probably go into a game, it would probably be on that left side if you were going to do some, make some switching around there. But, you know, the fact he played on the right side, they can kind of say, okay, he's he was a left tackle at Texas. Got a little work on that right side. So, you know, he's a pretty, you know, he's an athletic guy. He's flexible position-wise. But just good that he got a, a, a whole practice where he can uh, be a part of that. I think a great sign of that by yesterday, how, what this condition of Connor, uh, excuse me, of Collins is, is the fact that they went ahead and, and put Brandon Knight over there. If, if, if Collins wasn't going to play, you know, and play well, then they would have probably kept Williams over there. In yesterday's practice. In yesterday's yeah. practice. Yeah. Give him a said, full week of practice. Give him a full there. week of practice. Though, but the fact that they moved him back to his guard spot tells me that Collins will be ready to go. Yeah, and they just had to, to safeguard themselves as much as anything. Protect yourself, absolutely. Yeah, if, if someone goes down in the game, and then you've got you've got to move one of those guards out yeah, to tackle at, at that point. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere on the injury front, uh, Tyrone Crawford making some progress. First time like. he's practiced in... 
forever. Yeah. Almost three since weeks. he played the season opener. Season opener, that's right, Mick. Yeah. So he practices on a limited basis. And, you know, their normal protocol when a guy's been out that long is you ease him back into practice one week and then the next week maybe say, okay, it's ready to go. Jason was kind of on the fence when he answered that question today, and I don't know if he was – sandbagging or what but that's He's, kind of how he answered it yeah i think he might be sandbagging it i, I think that just talk to some folks mickey and again you, you're you're the path you're going down is right and it's it's been very consistent that way uh you know they're they're thinking about what's going on at defensive tackle now they're they're looking at their spots and saying okay where can we you know, maybe not playing him as the right end, but playing him as the defensive tackle inside. You know, playing him as that, and not starting him. I mean, you've got uh, Covington as the as the nose, and then Collins. But maybe they can, by way Mickey's talking about, work him back inside, but work him back in as a three technique, and then that allows Collins to go over and play. So they have uh, have another body inside yeah. with the way that Quinn has been playing the last couple of weeks. At that right end spot, they're like, wait a minute, we're not going to take him off the field, which initially I thought that was going to be the plan. It was going to be like a rotation. Collins, yeah, yeah, Collins starting, uh, excuse me, Crawford starting at the right end, and then and then you bring in Quinn as needed. But Quinn looks like to me, get put the mud on the wagon, let him go, <laughs> and then next thing you know, you're you know uh, helping yourself inside a little bit. Quinn played 50 snaps in the game against the yeah. Saints, and mm-hmm. so yeah, he's not just a situational pass rusher; he's no. an under rated run defender too but what do we always say about Tyrone Crawford he's your chess piece he's yeah. a guy wherever you need him to play if you need him to set the edge at defensive end he can do that if you need him to kick inside he can do that and yeah if he can get back and be part of a rotation maybe that helps him manage that hip issue that's really been bothering him since off-season workouts really. yeah the opposite hip bursitis is what they're calling yeah. it so yeah it's and a- it definitely would help him on their nickel yeah, um, no kidding. That's, and, yeah, you know, absolutely. and they would have some flexibility in absolutely. there because the way he answered the question for Woods, uh, it didn't. You're right about that, Mickey. And I heard you this morning on 105.3, the fan talk about that. Woods is a week away. Woods is a week away. He he got some limited practice snaps. Just doesn't have the lateral agility that he's had. And so they're thinking, okay, get his get him on his feet. Get him acclimated again, and then next week uh, you'll see him get a full load of practice, and then be ready for the gym. How do you think all this then affects Tristan Hill being active? I think Tristan Hill will probably be standing next to you in the pregame. Mm. All right, I can really have yeah. a conversation with him. Yep, yeah. we'll, we'll talk South or uh, so Central what, Florida. Okay, Central Florida. so what do uh, what do they think about how Tristan Hill has looked here? In the I don't last, think there's been any couple. problems with Tristan Hill. I just think it's a it's little bit a better. Numbers. It's just a numbers thing, and they have some depth at that position, and they can take. Like Mickey said, he brought up a great point. How do you help the nickel pass rush? Yeah. You know, if you get you get a you get a fresh uh, Crawford in there that can penetrate along with Collins. What do we talked about? Affect the front of the pocket for uh, this quarterback. Keep him there, and then allow that rush to scream off the edge. Uh, but Mickey brought up a great point about David Bakhtiari, the left tackle, struggled a little bit in that Philadelphia game. You got uh, on the other side, though. You know, you, you look at Brian Balaga. He's, he's dealing with a shoulder now. He's been practicing, but he's dealing with a shoulder. So get Tank Lawrence to beat on him a little bit in that game. Now you got push in the middle, squeeze on the outside. Aaron Rodgers, don't let him escape that. You know, he's held the ball a little bit longer. Talking to some folks with the Packers, they're like, yeah, the Rodgers. You know, we were talking about the running ability and stuff, which he can still do. He'll take off. He'll do those things to you. But there's been times where he's like, he's one of those guys where if he feels it, he'll tuck the ball and fight for another day. 
you know, he'll take the sack and move on. So if uh, you can keep uh, keep the pressure in the middle with Crawford and Collins, those guys are great. They, they've been getting stunts. They've been running those twist stunts, mm-hmm. and that's getting those defensive well, ends home. And, J- and that's how you how you play. Jalen Smith's big sack at the end of the game. There, that was a stunt involved there. I think it was Malik yeah. and Hyder. Hyder, right? Yeah. That yeah. helped get Jalen free. And so Quinn yeah. taking three blockers. Yeah, you know, Quinn. They tried to they tried to kind of wad everything up, and Quinn had three guys on him, and 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 Smith came on a tight enough path to get to the attack the pocket. So right. you know they're kind of in the same situation the Cowboys would have been in. Can you help out both tackles? Yeah. And if you do that, then the guys inside have to be able to produce. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. We're going to turn our attention to the Cowboys' offense and Michael Gallup's availability. Plus, I'm asking the question: Who would you like to see get more touches on offense against the Packers on Sunday? Talking Cowboys. Talking Cowboys continues from here inside the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star in Frisco. And for those of you who are new to the show on Texas 21, our studios here at the Star are right next to the practice field. When the Cowboys do go out on that outdoor practice field, which is basically once a week their Wednesday practice, here on a Friday, they are inside Ford Center as they are on Thursdays, getting set for the Packers. On Sunday afternoon, Mickey, go yes. back to your history, the Cowboys and the Packers. Do you have a favorite moment in this series? A favorite a moment? A favorite moment in the Cowboys-Packers series. Well, unfortunately for the folks in this room, I'm probably the only one that remembers the first two moments in the I remember. NFC, NFL championship yep. game in 1966 and 67. Yep. Mick grew up a Packer fan in Chicago, correct? Yes, absolutely. Yes. So you were I gleeful. lived and breathed anything Vince Lombardi said and Bart Starr said. Absolutely. How about you, Brian Broaddus? You have a history with this Packers organization. Five years of my life up there in Green Bay. Uh, the, the best memory for me is by far winning the Super Bowl against uh, against the New England Patriots. The worst memory is always coming down here and getting my ass kicked <laughs> uh, by you know, Mickey's uh, Dallas Cowboys. And you know, I, I always remember those those you know the great Reggie White and how much he hated playing against. Uh, you know, against Eric Williams. Mm-hmm. And we were all celebrating a big victory against the 49ers, you know, where hey, we're on our way to the championship game, and Reggie's sitting in his locker, and he's just looking down, and we all go, Reg, what's wrong? Eric Williams. Mm. That's what's wrong. Eric Williams. <laughs> he hated playing Eric Williams. But, uh, you know, we, we never, never ever had a really good run against these guys with, with, with the players that we had. I mean, I felt like we had a good roster in Green Bay, but not a good enough roster to beat the team. And you know that uh, that they had at that time, but uh, it's a it's a very a historic uh, uh, rivalry, and I think it's a very good rivalry. I think there's a lot of respect between the two organizations. 
there. And uh, I know when working in Green Bay and being from Dallas and living up there, there was a healthy respect for that. And, and you know, when the schedule comes out, and you know at the end of last season, you're going to be playing – the Cowboys are going to be playing the Packers. You kind of circle that that game. Yeah. Sure. You know? And it, how fitting in the 100th anniversary of the NFL to bring these teams back together again. They first met in 1960 with the Cowboys' first season. By the way, I went back – this is years ago. I went back uh, in the archives at Valley Ranch. They had the old newspaper clippings in 1960. It was a huge deal yeah. in Dallas when the Packers came to town. And it was a preseason game. The Salesmanship and, Club game. Yeah, yeah, salesmanship yeah. Club game. Yeah. But that first one in 1960, uh, it was banner headlines in the Dallas Morning yeah. News for a preseason game. I mean, the whole city was so excited first, that the Green Bay Packers are coming to town. First game I ever saw was in 1960. I was five years old. It was a Salesmanship Club game between the Packers and the Cowboys at, at the the Cotton Bowl. It was yeah. Lombardi yeah. and, and uh, Landry going at yeah. each other mm-hmm. after serving as assistant coaches for the, the Giants. Giants. How about yep. that? Yeah. yeah. yeah that, and Landry never beat him uh, as a Green Bay Packer head coach either, yeah. by the way. So you Not asked many for, people did. <laughs> I'll give you two real quick memories. Uh, the first one was the Ice Bowl. Um, the ball's on the goal line. Time's running out. Packers are out of first downs, and I'm yelling at my dad. I'm going, what's he doing going for it? Because if they don't get it, the game's over. they got to yeah. kick the field goal and yeah. tie it. Yeah. Well, what did I know? Mm-hmm. And the footing was so was. horrible. Is that the that... point in time in your life you realize you always had to be right? Yeah. Because I, I I <laughs> at least my dad said, no, they should go for it. Right? That was the moment. No, I That's tell you it. what, but, though, but Vince Lombardi will tell you he could not allow the fans to sit in that conditions any longer. That's what he said after the well, game. Well, they weren't going to go over time. They yeah. couldn't ask the players yeah. to it. And then my second most yeah. memorable moment, uh, my friend's parents had a cabin north of Green Bay, and I used to go up there every summer with him. And his dad was one of those guys where you had to get there in a certain amount of hours, no stopping, mm-hmm. right? And every year we went through downtown Green Bay and went right a by trip. their Hall of Fame. <laughs> they went right by, and he would never stop. Yeah. So when we got old enough, yeah. we stopped because we were driving ourselves. We went in there, and we went through the whole thing, and we start watching all the videos, right, yeah. all the old games. Yeah. And finally, we had been in there two hours watching games, and the guy comes out of the, the video room, and he goes, okay, which game do you guys want to watch now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we named the game, and he played wow. it for us. I'll go a little more recent. 2007, Texas Stadium, two one-loss teams. I think it was the week after Thanksgiving. We saw the first glimpse of Aaron Rodgers in yeah, this, sure in this oh, wow. rivalry. Sure did. Brett, yeah. Brett Favre gets hurt. Cowboys win that game, but Rodgers gave him a lot of trouble. They hadn't really game planned for him, and now here we are. They got to stop him once again, and well, and you know it's going to be a challenge, even if they're depleted uh, potentially in the offensive line or wide receiver. I think he helped them put up like twenty seven points they, after five did, got knocked out in the first they didn't first quarter. Well, maybe. didn't have an answer for him. How about recent memory? If you want to talk about Dak Prescott, how many rookie quarterbacks go into Lambeau Field and go toe to toe with Aaron Rodgers and win? You know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't lose games at Lambeau Field. He mm. played horribly. You know, the, and the Cowboys did a great job of you know of some big chunk plays. That was but huge for, for a rookie quarterback to go in there and and get a victory on that day. That that says a lot about him. He went to a couple places that year. Went to Pittsburgh and got a mm-hmm. win too, which is a, not another easy place to have to deal. Yep. With. And what I remember more than anything from that Green Bay game was at the end of the first half, and they're and the Cowboys are backed up at their own five yard line or whatever. And that drive, the jet sweep, yeah, on third yeah, down. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that drive, just taking it down the field in that environment at Lambeau Field, it's tough. I mean that that was when I first realized, hey, Dak Prescott might have it here. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And I think it's a reminder 
there's a lot of history in those buildings, but he played in the SEC. Zeke played, was a national champion. These those, those young guys, the big house, yeah, yeah. They didn't fear those type of environments, no, and not now at they're all. now they're experienced players in the league. Yeah, you know, and even in the playoff game that year, falling behind in the way Dak rallied the troops wasn't his fault. I don't think. No, no, yeah. but they did fall behind. But, no, no, but, they did. But, but yeah, the, in the that, game, the in game. that situation yeah. where they had to come from behind, yeah. I thought I thought that said a lot about he, Dak. And you know, he you no, know, he's matched up against Aaron Rodgers here. He he has gone. He has had a nice career playing against the Packers. I mean, you can say. I mean, if you look at just how he's played. I think there's like to that playoff game. I don't think you put it on him. Right. I mean, usually the quarterback is the you know he he gave you a chance. That was a draw basically. You just played. You Rogers. just played a better. You played one of the top three quarterbacks in the in the history of the National Football League in that game, and he came out for the better. Which is which is to, how Chris Richard. That's what I was just going to say. Described yeah. him yesterday too. Well, that's yeah. It's not. You know, the, not wrong. The other thing about Aaron Rodgers, he is number one all time in career passer rating yeah. in the National Football League. So Jason Garrett was right about that. Yeah, when he said look it up, and I did. Yeah, and oh, he is yeah. about passer rating. Passer rating for a the career. numbers against the Cowboys are and yeah. he has the two single and season, and he has the two single season highest quarterback rating ever. Well, and here's the other thing that Jason Garrett brought up to me on when we taped the Jason Garrett show this week. I brought up the career passer rating thing, right. and he said he basically said you can look this up too. When he has two and a half seconds or more to throw. Now, how did you look that up? No, I didn't look it up. He no. said, he, he said they have oh, anal- okay. analytics. Ah. Your favorite yeah, term, Mickey. Yeah, they have yeah. analytics that show that when he when Aaron Rodgers has two and a half seconds or more to throw, he has an even higher passer rating. It's no question. Mm. I mean, just watch, you don't need to, you don't need <laughs> analytics to tell you that. Just watch the damn game. I mean, you can see when he and his ability to buy time. That that's going to be huge. If you talk about keys to the game for the Cowboys, you know, you're going to have to carry receivers down the field. You're going to have to be ready for some frustrating plays, though. Too. You're going to have to be really. It, you know, short memory here when you play the Packers, especially Rodgers, because he is going to make some plays. That absolutely just kill you, and then but you got to put it behind you and get ready for the next play. Because Mickey said again on the radio, I was listening this morning. He was talking about that stare that Rogers gets when he gets into that mode where he's almost like he's hypnotic, you know, where mm-hmm. he's just in a trance. That's when he's really tough. Okay, let, let's get back to the stare here yeah. in just a moment here on Texas Twenty One and DallasCowboys.com. Talking Cowboys continues. player could look good on paper. It's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right, news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say, Alexa, open Dallas Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? 
Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. The excitement of Dallas Cowboys football is back at AT&T Stadium. The place is going crazy in Arlington, Texas. Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys live when they host their NFC East rivals, the Eagles, Giants, and Redskins, plus the Green Bay Packers and more. Elliott works his way through and walks the dog. Single game tickets are on sale now. Get them before they're gone. First and goal, quarterback sneak. Prescott pushes up the middle. Touchdown. Visit DallasCowboys.com to get your tickets to Today. Back to Talking Cowboys. Work the Cowboys way in an elevated co-working experience at Formation with unmatched attention to detail. The new co-working space has flexible membership options available to meet a multitude of business needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices located at the Star in Frisco. Be sure to book your tour today at Formation at the Star. Dot com. Trying to figure out how to get my film gear up there. Bill needs to rent a room up there. I do. Yeah. I yes. do need that. That's when they said elevated. It didn't mean it was it's, three floors up. It means the. It's plush. Yes. It they is. Need very need to go word check I was that looking out. For. Yeah, it's a, you know it's a great place to work. Yes. My gosh. Yes. If you need a, a big time address with you know, it's quiet and that's what I need. Access to a lot of things. I mean, <laughs> I'm up here a lot during the day waiting the un- tape shows and unreal. stuff. It would be perfect. And if, and if you want to daydream, you could look out the window. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I have no problem daydreaming, looking out a window or, yeah. or looking at a blank at wall. Walls. That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, we were talking about Aaron Rodgers a moment ago yeah. and that stare. What uh, the, you know, I remember when Tom Brady played at Texas Stadium back last decade, um, and during a game, just they showed a shot of him on the sideline, and everyone else is sweating their butts off, right? And he's got this such a cool, calm, right. collected uh, appearance about him, demeanor, yeah. and he he hadn't even broke a sweat. Aaron Rodgers, to me, Aaron Rodgers has that same look about him as he plays a football game. But well, the, the stare. What do you what do you talk about with the stare? Go ahead, Mickey. You got it. Well, he just has this these cold eyes, and he never changes an expression. And he looks like he. And I'm writing my column about him, and I said it's like he's got X-ray eyes. He just stares right through you. And I was talking to Jeff Heath, and, and Jeff Heath said, you know, he's got this weird habit. And he said, it's, but it's a good one for him that a lot of times when he's kind of moving around in the pocket, you, you know, you're supposed to always keep your eyes downfield. He goes, his eyes are low. He's looking for some place to squeeze through. And, and he can still run, right? Uh, I know he's getting older, but he can still run. He can still move. And if you remember when they beat the Cowboys up there after the 2014 season, he was playing on one leg. He had a mm-hmm. calf muscle injury. And the Cowboys couldn't catch him. I think they sacked him once on one leg. So now imagine with two good legs. So, yeah, that stare he uses in the TV commercial, that, that's on the it's, field. It's like he, he's aware of where everybody is on the field. Yeah. Brian talked about his vision, too, during yeah. the week. And yeah. that's to me, that's a great example of a guy that's had a decade-plus in the pocket, seeing everything there is to see. And that's an example for Dak Prescott as he moves on throughout his career. I was reminded – 
of him just watching the game last night, Seattle watching Russell Wilson do his thing. They're similar in that regard. Mickey said he'll take off and run, and Chris Richard said yesterday, discipline rushes. You know, the whole thing about keep them in the well. It's very similar. They played Seattle a lot. They played Green Bay a lot, and it's the same thing. you got to rush. Can't be afraid to rush, but you got to make sure he doesn't get out of the pocket because he'll still do it, and he'll yeah, still beat you that get way. him on the ground. This is the type of game he lives for. You know, it's the national stage, and he he doesn't have all his weapons. You know, there's a good chance that Devontae Adams is not going to play, and and he's going to go out there and say, okay, I've got I've got this against me, I got this against me, I'm missing my, I got banged up lineman, I, one of my running backs is out, my best wide receivers out. You know, this is the type of game he lives for, where he can show everybody how good Aaron Rodgers really is. My other best wide receivers on the other team now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's how that's how he that's how he plays. That's his demeanor. I mean, he will he will come out here and you know and and he's going to throw the ball up to these guys. This you know, the Scantling and and Allison and those guys get ready. That ball is going to go down the field. It's going to go elevated, and the Cowboy secondary had better be ready. They're either going to either going to have to defend. You know, jump balls all day, or they're going to get pass interference to me. But he is going to test this Dallas secondary with these tall receivers. I'll give you another guy. I, w- I went behind enemy lines this morning on okay. GreenBayPackers.com mm. listening mm. to one of their shows. Well, and, <laughs> did Catchman and still they, up there doing stuff? I'm, I didn't even catch who was doing oh, okay. who was doing the shows. All I was right. just listening. And they were talking about this rookie from North Dakota State, Darius Shepard, number yeah, 10, who was it. on the field Absolutely. at the end of the game. Yeah. And they were talking about he, he actually worked with the ones a lot during the offseason. Sure did. And they were talking about that final play where they should have had the pass interference. Well, if you look at that play, Darius Shepard, and I think Rogers even said after the game, he said, if I would have just waited another tick, Shepard was coming open and yeah. I should have thrown the ball to yeah. Shepard instead. Or they so, should just run the ball. That would have been yeah. Yeah, well, that good. too. Yeah, with that, two timeouts, yeah, that'd be that nice too. To, yeah. But there's a, there's a name for you, Darius Shepard, oh, no. with yeah. with Devonte Adams probably out. They're not ruling him out yet yeah. because he's a tough guy and has come back and played yeah. in the 2015 season. Unless he played he's Sterling Sharp and used to take shots right. in his toe, this kid's right. not playing. Yeah. And by the way, yeah, uh, that's Mar- what Marquez Valdez Scantling. You can just call him MVS. That's yeah. what they the Packers call him. MVS. Oh, well, let me right. write that so down. Like L V E. There yeah. we go. <laughs> MVS. There you go. So MVS, Geronimo, and Darius Shepard. Keep an eye. And as Chris Richard said, he can throw anybody open. It's very Mm -hmm. Brady-like because how many guys has Brady played with in the passing game over 20 years? And how many Hall of Fame receivers has he had? Rodgers has it too. There's certain guys that breeze the same way over, over 15, 20 years. They can get guys the ball. It really doesn't matter. These guys that play in the salary cap era that are quarterbacks, I have the utmost respect for them. Yeah. Because I nothing against Montana, Bradshaw, Staubach, and those guys, Bob Greasy, nothing against them. They had the same damn team every year. Yeah. For every year they played, they had the same team. Mm. So these salary cap quarterbacks are a little bit different cats. All right, from the Cowboys' perspective, Michael Gallup uh, limited in practice for the second straight day. It's it called does, good to it, go. It does look like he's good yeah, to go. It's called yeah. good to go. And Amari Cooper, a full participant in practice yesterday. Good to go. Too. Good to go, too. Yeah. yeah. Let's so go. they get some guys back, and that will certainly help out their versatility on offense. 
to have Gallup back in there. So who in this offense? So just the, clear so the Kevin slate. Kevin King doesn't play for them. That yeah, would help. He has, what injury does he have? The, uh, <laughs> the, the groin Mickey, what's he got? Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I forgot. What is it? It's something with his leg. Lower uh, body? Yeah, it's a, in hockey terms. It's a hockey it's, injury. It's a lower body injury. Night. It's lower body. Yeah, lower body injury. It's a right, groin so, injury. So we got one minute left in this segment. All right, I'm just going to round the horn. Who in this Cowboys offense would you like to see get more touches? Pollard, because that means Tony Ze- Pollard more that, than two touches. Because that means Zeke is just pounding away in the second half. That's when Pollard got the bulk of his work the other day, okay. a couple weeks ago. You got Pollard. Give me Michael. Uh, give me uh, Gallup. I want to see the juice. I want to see the juice. Get that ball. Get upfield. Kind of frustrate these Packers in the secondary a little bit. Well, then that leaves me Ezekiel Elliott again for the second week in a row. And this time it's going to work. The old pick-to-click. <laughs> it's going to work this time. <laughs> that wasn't your pick-to-click. It can be your pick-to-click. But yeah. you can save that I for the change, next segment. We're going to do the pick-to-click one. coming up here in just a moment. But I'm going with Zeke, too. I mean, yeah. I think just pound away at this uh, Packers You guys defense. are so, getting so old school. The, the analytics guys <laughs> yeah, are Yeah, they hate mind. us, right? Because they might have to run on because first Because the Cowboys are back home, and we're, it's time mm-hmm. to open it up again, right? There you go. It doesn't matter that the Packers have it defended. They might run. have to score a lot of points in this Not game. Minimize Rogers' opportunities. There you go. There you go. Shorten the game that way? Yes. Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> All right. And picks to click when Talking Cowboys comes back. comes back in a moment. Back to Talking Cowboys. Talking Cowboys continues here from the SWC Mortgage Studios at the Star in Frisco. Cowboys and Packers on Sunday afternoon. We take your phone calls, too, here on Talking Cowboys at 888-855-2297. And a couple of segments left here on a Friday morning as this show also airs on Friday evening on Texas 21 in Dallas-Fort Worth from 8 until 9 o'clock. For those of you watching on Texas 21, we are here every day during the football season, Monday through Friday, live show on DallasCowboys.com at 11 a.m. every day, Monday through Friday. All right, our picks to click in this game against the Packers. We'll go around the horn here. And, um, Mickey, you kind of hit on I kind of yours. exposed myself yes, already. Go ahead. So my let's, pick let's is, with, so let's, let's go. go with Ezekiel Elliott once again. Hmm. In the last three games, this Packer defense has given up an average of 174 yards rushing. And if they don't adjust their... Uh, alignment, then Zeke will run for 200 yards. Oh, you're going out on the limb? Yes. 200 yards yes. rushing Yes, for Zeke Elliott. If they don't change how they line if, up. If. There's an if there. Okay. <laughs> of course there is. I qualified it. As I am always right. Yes. What <laughs> time you guys have figured that out. Just after that ice bowl game. <laughs> <laughs> 
52 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He's been right for 52 years. Man's a genius. <laughs> I'm going to go with Robert Quinn. Robert and Quinn. I know that's stepping out on a limb, too. But I looked it up. He's played against A-Rod, Aaron Rodgers, four times. He sacked him in three of those four games. Mm. Three and a half career wow. sacks Look at that research. against him. I'm an Aggie. So on TV today. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, could, it, could, it could be a little off, but I looked it up right before the show. Um, Chris Richard was more impressed with Quinn's celebration after his sack the other day than the actual bend he has around the edge. It's like the guy's flexibility is incredible. He said it was like a cobra. You know, he's he's been outstanding for this defense. He gives them juice, and I think it's going to help Demarcus Lawrence on the other side as well because, you know, Tank's dealing with some stuff. He's got three things listed on the injury report right now, so uh, that can only benefit Tank on the other side too. All right, and let me ask you, uh, because you brought it up on Aaron Rodgers, uh, and I was going to ask the question last segment about Robert Quinn. You know, he comes so hard off the edge. Oh, yeah. But, and you may have answered the question by the number of sacks he's had of Rodgers in his career. Does he have to do something different against Rodgers just to make sure that he contains and doesn't let him no, out, his step res- up? No, his responsibility is, like, he, he does a great job of staying flat. There's some of those rushers that you see will go so hard up the field that it creates a natural lane in between the tackle and then the end. There's that space where he can go out the back door uh, just you know as you go over that tackle box, that bubble area mm-hmm. there. So yeah, Quinn has done a great does a great job of getting around the corner, dipping, and then sharpening the edge where he he ends up at the level of the quarterback. He's watched enough tape of Rodgers and played against Rodgers enough to understand where he sits in the pocket. So Quinn Quinn should be good as far as not going too far up the field. Now, Dorrance Armstrong or maybe even Kerry Hyder to a point, maybe they get too far up the field or get washed or pushed, and then that's when you have the problem with him going out the back door on you. See, the key thing with him is not only is he quick, and especially with that first step, but he's also strong enough to do right. what Brian just said. Instead of letting them just run him right up the field, right. when he gets to that spot where he's got a turn, he's strong enough to give a push. He could turn it, yeah. and, 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 and that like, helps out. And like Tank, just his motor chasing down plays from behind his second effort, even when he's not getting to the quarterback. We saw it against Bridgewater last week. That, that energizes the entire defense. He's really been a huge boost to this group so far. All right, pick to click for Brian. Young Bill Walsh. Hmm, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. I know. It, I'm, I'm going different from the <laughs> Hadn't players. Hadn't been a good week for those young uh, geniuses. No. Look at Sean McVay with the Rams. He lost two games this week. But and... I, 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 yeah, they, absolutely. That that tree of his is uh, losing some branches for sure. <laughs> but I think I think this with Kellen Moore though. I think that Kellen Moore. It was a good lesson for him last week in that Saints game. You know, as he looked down his play sheet, he was having some struggles. His front wasn't playing very well. His receivers dropped a couple passes. His quarterback wasn't accurate. The other team held the ball on him a little bit. I think he gets back into a rhythm in this game. I think he gets back into an offensive rhythm. You know, I think the line will play better in this game, and we need to see what happens. Mickey's been alerting us about Cam Fleming. He's absolutely right. Keep an eye on that left side in this game early. If he can play by himself and not have issues that have to have help, then that will allow them to do a lot of things. But I think Kellen Moore gets back into the good vibes of calling plays, the good rhythm. And he's going to get some guys on the outside that are going to help him make some plays. When you talk about, you know, I think Cooper, uh, you know, Gallup, Cobb, the tight end Witten, Jarwin, and then the ability, like Mickey says, to run the football. 
if you could show some a little bit of balance, a little some of those chunk plays again, I think the rhythm comes back, and I think Kellen Moore has a better game. He is my pick to click this week. Okay, so, and, so, and what about you? And my pick to click, I'm going to retract my pick to click last week, which was Randall Cobb, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make him my pick to click oh, this week against his good. former team. I, the Packers. I got you. You know, I, I just I don't know what I was thinking last yeah. week. So, so he, could, he had a chance to make a couple did, plays. He did have a that, chance, that play but, at the end of the game was huge. Mm-hmm. There's not many people that could, with three guys converge and make that catch. It's a shame they didn't have the extra ten seconds to maybe do something with to get in field goal range and. See if they can make a field goal. After last night, I don't know if you can make 44-yard field goals anymore anywhere in this league. So. Yeah, no kidding. So yeah. according right. to Brian now, that uh, Kellen Moore then will be calling his own plays this week. <laughs> there you go. Did you hear him yeah. yesterday? Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good remark. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's always calling they were his trying own plays. To, they were trying to give him an excuse and say, well, now yeah. did Jason Garrett have some influence on here? He goes, oh, so what are we saying when we score no more than 10 points in this Jason's place? That's right. That's right. All right, Junior in Utah, you're up on Talking Cowboys. Hello, Junior. Hi, how you guys doing? Great. Great. Um, I just have a, a question for you guys. Okay. Um, with, with, with Dan Rogers, the way that he passes, the way that he is in the pocket, he's, he's really good, and especially against us. He's undefeated against us at home. Sure. So what do you guys think about, like, as Jalen, everybody talked about Jalen Smith having struggles in – the past game with 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 several with Joe Thomas in there. What do you guys think about using him more as a pass rusher with Quinn and Tank Lawrence in at the same time in Crawford? I, I'm just throwing that out there. What do you guys think about something more like that to get to Aaron Rodgers to get him uncomfortable? That's what they're going to do. I, yeah, that's what they're yeah, I mean, that's 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 yeah, they're not. It's not something you need to throw out. That's something they've been practicing all week. It's clear that Jalen Smith as a pass rusher has the power the speed, the quickness, the agility to attack the pocket. And, you know, sometimes these linebackers, when they engage, they can't get off blocks. This guy can, when he's when he's on the move and he's shown the ability to have a feel for how to play in these games, and you have to have an ability to also get through those gaps, make yourself small, get up the field and attack. So, yeah, this is not something you're wishing for, Junior. This is something that's actually going to happen. And, and it's, it's, it's been happening in the last couple of weeks. They've been, yeah, they put yeah. him in a position to yeah. do that. Last couple of years, really. I mean, yeah. he, the, a couple of years ago when he came back and he, he was wearing the brace and he still wasn't at his level physically, that was one thing that gave him to do was rush the passer. He was better going yeah. forward until he got his you know, all his range of motion back. But you yep. could see Coming it in, the, even injury. in the snap counts the last couple of weeks, whereas Joe Thomas two weeks ago, Sean Lee was increased this past week. But in, in those nickel-type situations – They've got. In fact, they had some plays where they had their Van Der Esch and Jalen were were taken. But Jalen is the type player going forward. That's his biggest strength. That is right that is a great trait to have for him. It, power and forward. That's mm-hmm. that's that's where he. And again, if Rogers tries to run, you know, Rogers has got to be very mindful of playing against these linebackers. He's got to be very mindful of playing against Jeff Heath too, because if you're out there running in space, those guys will light you up. Mm-hmm. We've seen Deshaun Watson get light up. You know, lit up. Yep. I think you he know, remembers by, Heath's blitz in yeah, that playoff game. Yeah, yep. that's but what I'm saying. By all rights, he should have fumbled the ball. You yeah. you get guys that will light you up on the edge. You know, then you have to be very mindful of running that football. All right, we make our picks for the game, and Mickey has his read coming up next here on Talking Cowboys. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! 
Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS1 score September 2018. It's time for Tailgate with the Otterbox Boys. Otterbox? The makers of those crazy protective phone cases? The one and only. They're also wild about protecting parking lot parties from sad drinks. It's why they made Elevation Tumblers. Rumor around the crockpot is they're made from stainless steel with a copper lining to keep temps hot or cold. True. They even come in seven different sizes, up to 64 ounce the growler. Mm. I like how Otterbox drinks. I mean, thanks. And that's been tailgating with the Otterbox boys. Check out all the colors and sizes of their elevation tumblers at otterbox.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at stetson.com today. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Back to Talking Cowboys. Did you guys know that Jack Black is authentic and original? I just noticed that. And one of their original products, Turn Back Time Like a Pro. You get some free age-defying pros with your $75-plus purchase. Too late there. Like protein (laughs) booster skin serum and dry erase a ultra Mm. calming face cream. What was that? Use ultra. (laughs) Ultra. You're going to say ultra. Yeah, kind of slur that in there so you get to the face cream. And if you use the code P-R-O, what is that, Bill? Say it again. P-R-O. P-R-O. Pro. Okay. They, you will get the discount, and so to go get that, yeah. go to getjackblack.com. <laughs> Wheels were in the dirt yeah. a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, they were just flowing. <laughs> and that age-defying face of Mickey Spagnola that's with right. the read. Give that's that's, that's why. That. That's why you have an age-defying they face. They probably right would there never guess it. Your that's, that's exactly right. Well, you said you watched the Ice Bowl, so that gives them an idea. That was a while ago, yeah. yeah it, it was. was. It, it was. was. It uh, won't be it the was. ice bowl on Sunday, <laughs> although uh, I will say this. Finally, summer might be leaving. I it was 95 s- degrees yesterday here, and it's much cooler today. But, of well, course, it, was it will be morning. room temperature 72 degrees inside AT&T that Stadium works. on uh, Sunday afternoon. Time to make our picks for this game. We go around the horn. And, uh, Mickey, would you like to go first? Sure. Since you're a meteorologist now, is the sun going to be shining through the windows? Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Oh, my. 
325 game. Yeah, it is. Which way do you want to go in the fourth quarter? Yeah. That's do you want to go which way in that stadium? And do you need to wear shield? Do you want your shield? receivers looking into the sun, or do you want your quarterback? Or do you want Aaron Rodgers looking into Put the Aaron sun? Put Aaron Rodgers yes. in the There sun. must be a game yeah. this weekend. Look at all the tours yeah. coming yeah. through. Yeah, yeah. tours Get your pick in there, Mickey. Let's go. Oh, I can give you my pick real quick. We don't have to worry. Cowboys 27-24. He's a distractible player. He's a distractible player. 27-24 Cowboys. Yes. Okay. Yeah, like to add anything to that? Or just the, that's offense, that's the offense gets back on track, and the defense will do just enough against Aaron Rodgers, who still scares the daylights out yeah. of me. Is, is 27 points your goal offensively? Uh, if Each I can week? get 27 a game, I think I have You're a very good fine. chance to win. Yeah. They would have won last week with 27, right? <sighs> Uh, yes, they, they would have thirteen yes. by a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Half that last week. Yeah. Well, take three three possessions, two lost by a fumble <laughs> and a bad pass nah, on yeah. third down. Don't there. have to remind me of that. There you go. What do you got? Okay, Rob Phillips. I like Mickey's score. You know, I'll, I'll take the Cowboys in this game. I know we're talking a lot this week about is it a copycat league or defense is going to try to copy what the Saints did. I'm going to say, until proven otherwise, that's an aberration. With that noise in the Superdome, I think it was a factor. I think the offensive line gets back on track without all that noise back at home. They control the line of scrimmage. Zeke gets involved. And they're like Brian said, there's more of a rhythm to the game. And and offensively, and they'll take this game, get to four and one. And you get and your score is the same as Mickey's? I'll take Mickey's score, yes. 27 24. He's always right. right. So, yeah. Sure. yeah that's right. It's taken a long time, but he's finally realizing that. I'll tell you what, this game, there's two things that scare me about this game. And one of them is Cam Fleming, and the other one is Aaron Rodgers. Those are the two things that Mm -hmm. scare me in this game. Keep an eye on early about what happens with Cam Fleming. If they have to all of a sudden put resources over there to help him, that might take them out of some of their game plan stuff. So just keep an eye on what goes on. If Cam Fleming can hold up, this game plan will be a lot better. I I guarantee I've talked about Kellen Moore and what he can do. I think they're going to have to score a lot of points in this game because of Aaron Rodgers. I, I think that, like I said earlier, the challenge is he doesn't. He's down his best weapon. What did he do last week against the Eagles? He had him on the doorstep of winning a football game with all those guys out there playing. He's going to come out throwing the football. He's going to challenge these Dallas corners. But I think that I think that Dak Prescott will be up to the challenge too. I think they're going to have to score 31 points to win because I got Dallas 31. I've got Green Bay 28. It's going to be close. It's going to be tight. It could go either way. But somehow, someway, Dallas finds a way to get a stop, and then they're able to, to win this football game. But it is going to be a tough game because of who is standing on the other side of that field. I agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying, and I'm going uh, even higher with my point production for mm-hmm. both sides. I'm going 34-31, Cowboys win. And it might be a last-second field goal that wins the God, game. Don't for the say that. So, don't tell the so Cowboys is, fans is this that. Some sort a lengthy of... one. No. So he's got a chance. No, he's got a chance. Yeah. It's not 69 yards like it would have been last week. No, but no, it's turning back lengthy. the clock to the playoff game after yeah, How long was the Mason Crosby field goal to beat the Cowboys in the playoffs? Boy, that thing just barely snuck 50 in. 50-something. 50 51 That's why it's going to be this time, but it's going to be the other way around. In fact... Here's what's going to happen. <laughs> Dak's going to have the football in the closing.
closing seconds. He's going to he he's going to escape the pocket, heave it downfield. Fourth and, and nineteen. One of his tight ends, I'm thinking Blake Jarwin, oh, is good. going to like make it. the catch like on it. the sideline, putting the Cowboys in position to race the field goal unit out. And Brett Maher is going to make a 55 yard field goal. So wait, did anybody game. think about not picking him? Did, was it was the Aaron Rodgers the thing that would swing you the other yes, way? Yes, it would. Yes, yeah. it would. That, that's but what, if you know what, if Devontae Adams went there, it might have swung it. Yeah, I'm. I, I, they, they keep these teams you keep playing that don't have star players. But man, there was a thought of me that's like, okay, Dallas could lose this game, thirty-one to twenty-eight. You know, he gets the ball one last time, kind of a thing. Yeah, he's that special. So the key thing is make sure he doesn't have the ball last. Yeah. Well, and and here's the other part of it is it's just this league. Uh, I mean, you know, we're we're sitting here a week ago, and the Eagles are going to Green Bay, and it looks like on a short week they're they're a road team, short week, and then the Cowboys are playing the Saints without Drew Brees, and they and we're going into last week thinking the Cowboys could have a three game lead in the division by the end of the weekend, and now we come into now. This week, and Eagles are playing the Jets, Cowboys are playing the Packers. It could be even up by Sunday night. Yeah, absolutely. Everything tilts. The Rams have now lost a couple games in a row. Mm -hmm. No, they did not, did they? (laughs) Yeah, they did. The yeah. boy genius. Yeah, yeah. So things that things change. Things right. level out. Our final minute here. Where are you going to be on Sunday, Brian? Be here, for, be here with the pregame at the Star. Okay, at the Star. Where can we can see Mickey Spagnola I'll be and Rob at Phillips? AT and T Stadium. My pregame hit with the fan is about two forty, I think, okay. out on the West Plaza on the sideline. Pregame live. All right, and the game is a national telecast at three twenty-five. There are uh, there's one other game that I believe CBS has, but it's a Fox game at three twenty-five on CBS eleven. You can catch Danny White, me, Keith Russell on Cowboys game day at ten thirty in the morning, and catch special edition on Saturday night at eleven. Jason Garrett show at eleven thirty, and we will see you again next time here on Talking Cowboys. Boys.